0: friends. It's Melissa. I'm back, and uh, I don't really know exactly what I want to talk about today. Um, I feel very tired today, very um, kind of out of it, foggy-headed. I didn't sleep well. I'm having an emotional... Turmoil today, and lots of anxiety, and I don't know. I just wanted to to come on and and talk a little bit and process some things. So here I am. Thank you for joining me. Um, I'm in my car right now, so if you guys hear background noise, I'm sorry. Um, I'm waiting for my daughter at the bus stop. Um, I just took my mom to the airport and uh dropped her off and so then I headed to the bus stop and I'm here a little bit early so I thought um let me just record a podcast real quick so here we are in my car I think I've recorded from my car once before uh, but I was in my garage I believe so it wasn't very I don't think it was noisy and I don't think the car was on so um so yeah I try and minimize background noise and stuff only because when I'm listening to a podcast that kind of stuff is really distracting to me um probably because of my supersonic hearing and I like notice every little noise so uh but this episode there might be a little bit of background noise okay so anyway as I mentioned I just dropped my mom off at the airport she was here for gosh like 10 or 11 days um and it was good it was it was a good visit, um but my my this past week just has not been great. I ended up having a meltdown. I don't really wanna go into the whole like story about why that happened, but um it was once again extremely just oh it's it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. I I don't want that to happen anymore and I don't know how to stop it because when it happens um it's most of the time there is no lead up. Like there's no warning. I feel like I'm I'm doing okay. And then all of a sudden, I'm really not okay. So, if there were some sort of a warning or, like a, like, a a, clue, like, something to where I could be like, oh, red flag, like, I need to, I need to go. And I can't say that it's never like that, because a couple of times in the past, I've been able to be like, I feel like I'm getting too overwhelmed and I need to go, like, leave the room or go manage this um but when the meltdowns happen, like the one I happened the one I had the other night that was it was big and it was it was just it was a bad one and those ones usually um just hit me they just hit me and once it hits me I can't stop I can't stop it until it's over and I don't know how long it's going to be until it's over I don't know I don't know. All I know is, it's terrifying and it's horrible and it's embarrassing. And um, after the fact, I feel very depressed, um, very regretful, and very ashamed of myself. And I know that, you know, there, I, I it's a part of being autistic and can't help it, and I shouldn't feel ashamed of myself, but uh, shame is a weird thing like that. Sometimes we feel shame when maybe we shouldn't feel shame, uh, and I definitely do, and I also feel misunderstood a lot uh, just because I feel like there's no way that anyone witnessing that happening can understand unless they've had a meltdown and I realize that from an outsider's perspective it looks like I am just it looks probably like a person who has a problem controlling anger I know it looks a lot like anger um, because I do tend to get destructive sometimes and um either towards property or towards myself um, but it's not anger in that moment. it's definitely not anger it's it's more like i I don't even think I'm having a feeling when I'm having a meltdown uh, because I feel at, at the same time I'm feeling everything I also feel like I'm feeling nothing except I guess scared is one thing that I could pinpoint that I feel uh, if I had to Um, it's scary We feel really out of control my thoughts race I have no control over my my body or my thoughts or my brain or my you, you know you feel like you're out of body sometimes like it's a very weird, very uh, very upsetting experience so so that happened this week. My mother was there with freight <sighs> that was sarcasm. <laughs> It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but my mom understands, and she knows. Um, she knows. She knows what it's like. So, um, so I didn't. Yeah. It, it well. Uh, yeah. So that was that was a thing that happened, and I feel like it's still lingering with me as it, that happens. You know, especially with the big meltdowns, like especially the next day. I really feel affected by it, but um, sometimes even later in the week, a few days later, I still don't feel quite right. I I just don't feel good. I just I'm fighting with myself. It seems like something's trying to pull me down. I don't really even know why or what. Um, kind of disorienting, and uh, yeah, it's like I have this mixture of feelings that I I'm not even really sure what they are but they're sitting in there and they're stirring around and and upsetting the usual balance of things. My usual emotional homeostasis is like it's upset at the moment. Oh, there's someone with a motorcycle. I'm so sorry if you hear that. Oh, I hate motorcycles. God, I'm sorry if you ride a motorcycle but that noise is one of the ones that I can't handle. I can't tolerate. Um he's on. Bye bye. Um so so that happened It's okay. Everyone survived. Uh But I've been thinking a lot lately about my past. I think I've I've been thinking a lot about this because I started therapy again. I found a new therapist. Uh I'm not sure if I've talked about this before on the podcast. There's been so many episodes now um but i don't I don't remember if I ever talked about my most recent endeavor to find a therapist, which was earlier this year uh when i was it earlier yeah it was it was earlier this year like at the beginning of this uh, of twenty twenty one uh and I saw two different therapists did a couple of visits each uh with each of them, and just didn't feel didn't feel like it was a good match either time. And I was frustrated because it's hard starting with a new therapist because you have to go in and you have to, like, tell all your things and open up. And it, it's a hard thing to do. It's like pulling a Band-Aid off or, like, ripping a scab off every time, you know. So I I broke up with both, both therapists after two or three appointments and was like, no, nope, not working, the second one, no, nope, not working, which also I'm not a very um, – assertive person sometimes when it comes to doing stuff like that like I don't want to hurt the therapist's feelings it's like I'm sorry you're just not my cup of tea there's nothing wrong with you as a therapist I'm sure they don't care as much as I do like it's a thing therapists therapists know like they're not going to be the right therapist for everyone but for me on the other side I'm like oh my god so sorry this is just not working um it does feel like a breakup in a way it's weird so so, anyway, I tried it. I got frustrated. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this a third time. I don't want to find another person. I don't want to rip the scab off a third time. Like, I'm just going to take a break. So, I took a long break because now it's November and I just had my first therapy appointment with this new therapist a couple weeks ago. Um, and I have another appointment coming up on Friday. Thank God I can't wait because I really I need it. I'm really glad <laughs> that I'm back in therapy now because. Uh, a lot of stuff happened uh, recently that I, I really need help processing. Uh, and that is the point of therapy for me is help processing because I often have a difficult time knowing how I should feel in a lot of circumstances or... If I do feel something, knowing that my feeling is correct or not, or if I'm reacting appropriately to a thing, um, I have a hard, hard time with that. And I'm not sure if that's a thing that's related to being autistic. I'm not sure if that's a thing related to um, trauma and being gaslit for many, 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 many years of my life and my childhood and adolescence and young adult years, Um, and feeling invalidated and feeling like what I had to say was wrong always or didn't matter always, Uh, it might be a combination of both things. I know when you're holding on to trauma or you've experienced trauma and you have um, something like uh, autism or ADHD or both things, and you're The combo of those things, uh, it can sometimes be hard to, like, work out for me, like, what is ADHD or autism and what is trauma and what is both, like, what's coming from the neurodiversity and what's coming from the trauma Uh, and how do I, like, is there a way for me to learn better how to gauge these things uh because I feel like this is, this particular trait of mine has gotten me into situations that aren't good um, like not really knowing when I should be like. Not really knowing when I'm being truly mistreated, or if I'm just overreacting, because I do have larger reactions sometimes to things that other people may not react as big to. Um, so, when I do feel very upset by something, um, then I wonder, like, am I truly supposed to be this upset about this thing? Or is this something that a person who doesn't have trauma or who's not autistic would be, like, um, not really phased by or think it wasn't a big deal? And then I go into analyzation mode where I'm just, like, analyzing, analyzing, analyzing. Like, let me look at this. Let me try and put myself in the other person's shoes. Let me, you know, if it's a conflict with a person, which usually it's a conflict with a person, like, or an interpersonal type of thing. These are the things that that trip me up um, in friendships and in romantic relationships and in family relationships. It's like always trying to figure out how I should feel and then wondering if I made the right decision on how to feel or wondering if the feelings I'm actually feeling are appropriate or correct or uh, valid or the right degree, (laughs) you know. So, uh, this is a very complicated and complex thing. So, my first appointment with my new therapist went very well. Uh, I was very upfront with her from the beginning. She actually did a phone consultation that was just like a 10 minute quick talk to see if we were a good fit. She wanted to know what I was looking for in a therapist which I really appreciated because no other therapist has ever done that with me before and it was really helpful because why even go into a first hour long appointment if the therapist doesn't seem like they're going to be a good fit. So we got on the phone um, and she just kind of asked what I was looking for in a therapist, like what type of therapy I was interested in, blah, blah, blah. I basically told her, like, I just for now want talk therapy. I need traditional psychotherapy, just someone to help me process things and and help me sort of um, get, uh, like, gain skills or tools or whatever to to help me navigate life a little bit better and work through some past things, da, 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 da. And so we talked a little bit about that, and and she she it seemed like it was going to be a good fit. I really liked the way she sounded on the phone. She made me feel really comfortable. She knows I'm autistic. She didn't question that or be like, are you sure you're autistic? Because you don't seem autistic. And you know how some therapists can have, like, a weird, narrow view of autism. Uh, and so so, yeah, I went to my first appointment. We talked about some stuff that I have going on currently in my life and that kind of took up the whole hour just, like, catching her up to speed on what I've been doing the past couple of years, why I'm seeking therapy now. And my next appointment, which is on Friday, she's like, oh, I'd like to get into talking about some of your past and how you grew up. And this is the part I dread because I don't really like talking a lot about that stuff, Uh, but I know it's necessary. Um, I'm not even sure why I don't like talking about it, um, because it doesn't feel upsetting. Okay, does anyone else have this with trauma? If you have trauma, so I have the complex type of trauma. I have this, this trauma that happens, it's like a slow drip over years and years. It's like the long kind. It's not any one specific um, huge event, you know, like like traditional PTSD that that people generally think of, it's, you know, complex PTSD, which is, I don't know if that, I mean, it says it's complex. Does that mean it's harder to make go away? I don't know. But, um, so any of you out there who have PTSD or trauma or whatever, um, I can talk about things that are really fucked up. He's my French. That happened to me, and I don't feel really anything about it. It's almost like it happened to someone else. And I don't know if that's, like, a protective mechanism that my brain is doing or, like, I don't really know much about, like, psychology or how the brain processes things like this. So I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if maybe it's because I'm autistic and sometimes my emotional reactions don't match the the stimulus. I don't know if maybe I've just um, not really fully processed the things that have happened, so it, it kind of doesn't seem real to me. I didn't even really realize that I had trauma uh, until recently. It was a fairly recent past. It was like six years ago probably, Um, after I went through a bad breakup and I started seeing a therapist for the first time ever in my life and um, of course you know you start talking about the past and childhood and everything and uh, my therapist pointed out to me that uh, that I was abused and neglected Uh, and I was like huh no (laughs) no I wasn't and she's like yeah I mean it's it seems like you have a lot of, a lot of trauma from that. And I'm like, no, like, I think you misheard me. Like (laughs) I wasn't abused. And she's like, yes, yeah. What you told me was abuse. And, and I was like, it was. And, and she's like, yeah, yes. And she kind of explained, um, you know, it was, it was how, you know, she's like, this was abuse and, and neglect and abandonment. And, uh, In my mind, I I guess it didn't really dawn on me that any of that was happening because that was just how it always was. I guess I didn't know any different, and it just never, I I never thought about it really. I was like, well, that's just how my life was when I was growing up, and that's, that's what happened. Like, it never, it never occurred to me. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's just because this is such a recent discovery that I just haven't processed yet. Um, and that therapist who pointed that out to me, um, I did a lot of processing with her over um, the breakup and things that were going on uh, in my life at that current time. And I didn't see her for very long. I she there was like an insurance thing and I couldn't afford her anymore and I just stopped going. So I think I saw her for only a few months, but it was long enough for her to um she was great. She was a really good therapist and it was it was long enough for me to um get a taste of how helpful therapy can be if you have the right therapist and uh and she opened my eyes to a few things that I that I didn't know or realize previously. So it was a really good experience and it was really um, it was a real eye-opener and so I think if I would have kept going to her for longer, maybe um, more would have happened or I don't know. So I'm curious heading back into therapy now uh, for real, For I'm, I told my therapist like I'm not in a rush the other two therapists I tried to see at the beginning of the year were trying to get me to do all of these different modalities EMDR and all of this stuff and um Nothing against EMDR. I know it has done wonders for lots of people, even people who I personally know, um, especially with, like, trauma work and stuff. But for me, I was like, I I don't really want to do EMDR. And they kept, both of these therapists were like, oh, but it's going to, you know, it's twice as fast. It's, like, so much faster and you'll feel better and faster, faster, it's faster, it's faster. And I'm like, I don't care about getting this done fast. Like, I'm a person who, I don't need a shortcut. I can just come in and talk, like, let's do the work. Like, let's really pull all of this apart and look at it and look at all the pieces and be like, what happened here? And does this fit there? And whatever. Like, I'm ready to do that work. I don't need a shortcut. So maybe in the future when I've pulled everything apart and done all I can in that way, EMDR might be more appealing to me. But for now, I'm like, I just need to talk and process and need someone to help me with that who knows stuff. So, I'm excited for the therapy endeavor. I really need it. She says, come every two weeks. I'm like, can I just come in once a day and just, (laughs) chat? but I don't think that's how it works. So, every two weeks, I'll go in and see her for one hour, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll keep you guys updated on how that's going. I hope it keeps keeps working out with her, because I really, I liked her the first appointment, so... So yeah, fingers crossed it keeps being good, but anyway, I'm almost out of words, so I'm going to let you guys go, and uh, I hope you're all having a good morning, or a good day, or a good night where you're at, and as usual, I will leave my contact info in the show notes. I haven't had a lot of time to write people back lately uh, who have emailed or reached out on Instagram just because of the holiday, and my mom was here, and just a lot of stuff going on. but I do. I enjoy reading your emails and and getting your messages, and I do intend to get back to everybody. And I like I like corresponding. So so thank you for reaching out. And yeah, I'll leave email and Instagram info in the show notes. And if you're enjoying the podcast, if you can leave a rating or a review on the app you're listening on, that would be great. Okay, guys. I will talk to you next time. Have a great one. Bye.